Welcome back to Broken Hearts Heal. Two broken best friends come together to talk about the healing process. And we hope that you can join us on this beautiful journey. Episode two. Two. We're here. We're, We're live. live. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's crazy that we actually stuck with this and have episode two coming. <laughs> We're actually honestly so done after episode one. We were. We're having very much panic attacks. But how you doing today, Capri? Like, what's going on with you? I'm doing all right. Doing okay? <laughs> am You're I still okay. broken? Absolutely. You're not broken or you are broken? I said, am I broken? Absolutely. Oh, I'm saying, wow, one episode and she's here, guys. Like, That's all it took. <laughs> it's a record. How are you? <laughs> I'm tired. I went to work today and fortunately, people was on, they was dancing on my last nerve. But it's okay, I made it out. I have food, so I'm good. I'm sorry, they were dancing? Yeah, they were dancing on my nerves. <laughs> Alright, never have I heard that before. It was just like, you know, they was tap dancing on it. That's crazy. I know. But, today we are, I know last week we talked a little bit about the book that we're going to be reviewing, which was a bomb book. Chef's it Kiss. Is... Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Into the shut up. Anyways, um, <laughs> the book is called "Hidden Gem Amongst the Blind," and let me tell you, this book—if you have not listened to it—it's on Spotify and Apple Music. It is like a emotional roller coaster, and it's kind of like to me a coming of age book. Is, yeah. is that? Can you say that? Is that I would like? Definitely say that. That's the genre. Yeah, like. So many things that so many people have went through in their life that just like it's in a book. And I feel like some people don't really talk about stuff that has happened in like twenty like nineteen twenties, you know, adult like like mid adulthood. But this book, beautiful. Just all of that. All of that in a bag of chips. What would you say was your favorite chapter? I think for me chapter 9 Hebrews 10:31 that mm-hmm. chapter it was it for me it was like that was like i had a lot of good chapters but that one was like my favorite wow. i say that because sorry, i'm like talking over you no i'm so passionate be passionate sis why <laughs> why is that why is that chapter your favorite because i feel like i had one of those like like mentally freeing moments so i realized that like what i was the life that i was living was not it like I was going on a really bad path and I did not have Jehovah first in my life and it was a part that he said it's that moment you realize that you're conscious like you know you realize like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing this is not what I'm supposed to be living and I didn't get off Instagram or social media even though I probably should have but I came to terms at a moment I knew that it was a fresh start for me and Jehovah because I never had Jehovah like I feel like this is such a like going into all of that right now but I never really had that moment with Jehovah that it was just me and him you know Yeah. so I think that for me was that moment with me and Jehovah like let's restart our relationship and then go from here which was so beautiful isn't it so beautiful that he just invites that for us you know like just makes that opportunity available for us yes and it's like no matter what you have done what you're doing it's like Jehovah is so welcoming beautiful but that's why I like that chapter. What about you? What's your favorite chapter? My favorite chapter was chapter 11. 
cold yeah. before she starts she has literally she was ranting about chapter 11 i was like <laughs> go ahead speak your truth sis Dude, chapter 11 gets me so hot bro like i be heated every time i listen to it why give me some give me some detail um was entitled cold sting of love and i feel like every young person if you've ever dealt with a heartbreak you understand this chapter like Mm -hmm. more than anything like it was so relatable but i think like what got me so hot is just like when someone is so loving and willing to give themselves to you you know and like be perfect for you mm-hmm. and then the other person doesn't like reciprocate that you know yes. like you giving it's like it's like supposed to be 50 50 but you giving 50 or you you give you give a whole hundred bro yeah you're giving a whole hundred and somebody giving you the bare minimum yeah and it's just like but can i be honest though what question i have a few questions about this chakra like just mm-hmm. like how do you feel about these things like do you think that when you're like wanting to talk to somebody or date them, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like in that pre-stage of dating and you're just like trying to get to know them. Why do we never go with our gut feeling? You know, my mom always told me, she was like, once your feelings are involved, it's kind of downhill from there. You you ignore all red flags. You just, like once your heart gets involved with some, somebody, like you ignore everything bad about that person or like everything that you should like and it's kind of a red flag it's just it's a wrap <laughs> it's a wrap like, red flags literally be there bro but i think sometimes we don't realize those red flags and so after the situation we're like man yeah. i did notice that or i did notice this mm-hmm. so blind went through all that all that trauma <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing I really felt in common with this book is the fact that um, I know he talked about a lot of uh, separation and abandonment issues, and I, I I think last episode I talked about that too. And it's like once that has happened to you, like once somebody that is supposed to be there for you to love you is not there, the kind of love that you're able to give, we fall so hard so fast. But I think like, that I think that's amazing though, like. Because, I don't know, I always thought, like, when someone was abandoned as a kid or, like, you know, mm-hmm. just had, like, had it really hard that it's hard for them to love. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was, like, the total opposite. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from, like, that? I think, for me, personally, it comes from giving more than what I have kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt the kind of love that I should have gotten as a child or, like, as a person. So, like, if I love somebody, I want to give them all of me. Like, I want them to know that I love them. I want to show them that I love them. Because mm-hmm. I didn't get that, you know? But truth, truth be told, it can go either way. Like you said, if somebody is abandoned, it's like, I don't want to put that, you know, like, they don't want to give the energy towards it. Like, I'm saying, like, you know, people that have been through that, it's like, we want to give our all. Mm-hmm. No matter what, what situation it is. It be sometimes too much though. Who should lay? You know, when he was saying though, like he falls hard, like he falls. Mm-hmm. He was like, I think he said, like to like you is to love you. It's to love you. And I am so much like that, and I yeah. hate that about myself. <laughs> yeah. I literally hate that about myself. Yeah. And it's like someone can literally not give me the same, but it's like I, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> it's like I, I love you. 
Like, love me the way I love you, you know? Not me giving 90%. They only giving 10%. That is so draining and exhausting. And it's like, but I feel like when you find that person, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be worth it. When you find the person who's, like, similar to you that wants to give you, like, so much love and I don't know, like, what, I don't know what your love language is, but my love language is, like, affection, like, touch, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, but, you know, I feel like I've changed a lot since the pandemic, like, from not being able to, like, show love, and Mm -hmm. so I think when I see you, like, when I'm, when I'm actually able to, like, hug you, I will never take hugs for granted again. I was gonna say you're never gonna let go. That would have been more um, touchy, sorry. but it's okay. You never let go. <laughs> I think for me, I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm a very giving person. You are very so, giving. Like you were like one of the most generous people I know, and I literally hate that about you. <laughs> I hate that about me too. Like, and that's another thing too. Like not getting what I know I should have gotten. I try to overcompensate. I'm a people pleaser. I'm gonna say I'm a people pleaser. If you're not happy, if you're not feeling good, I will make sure you have everything that you need. And that is very draining, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna get sleep in a new system. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay, so I had a question for you, Capri, about chapter nine. Did you ever have one of those like mentally freeing moments that you had a come like a come to Jesus moment, basically, <laughs> about yourself? I've had multiple coming to Jesus moments, and I need to have another one, honestly. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I need to have another one. Yeah, and I don't know. I have really bad anxiety, mm-hmm. so I have a really hard time um, forgiving myself, even when I was already forgiven. Like, so I don't know if you what I mean by that. Yeah, I do. And and I always feel bad because you know how I was like, oh, you have to forgive yourself, and if you don't forgive yourself, then the ransom, like you're basically saying the ransom doesn't, you know, and it's like it's mm-hmm. not like that. It's just like. It's just an it's just an inner feeling like of this like just I hate disappointing people, yeah. but I hate disappointing God more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think too. Um, what train of thought just went out the window? Oh, I think too like not forgiving yourself. It's just an imperfection that we have. Yeah, because like it could be something that I did like years ago and I and I felt Jehovah forgive me because like I'm still getting blessed today like exactly. I'm just like dang I shouldn't like it's just I'm, the way that we're built is just stupid <laughs> we built different nobody different <laughs> yeah I totally understand that yeah I think honestly I think I won't have the realest mental just freeness until the new system yeah I'll have mine but Question for you about chapter 11. Mm-hmm. At what point in a relationship do you give everything to someone? Because he mentioned Ooh. he mentioned in chapter 11 that uh, this heartbreak had, like, taken everything from him, you know, like, mentally. And it's like, at what point do you give yourself to someone mentally? Well, I know when you give someone to yourself physically, but you know what I mean? Like, when you give mm-hmm. yourself to someone mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like, when you just give yourself to somebody, at what point in the relationship do you think is the time to do that? You know, Capri, I honestly, genuinely do not know. And I'm being completely honest about that because I have never been in a witness relationship. 
I've never been in a successful <laughs> relationship. Honestly, same. Same, same. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think I can answer that. Honestly, like, I mean, I guess for me, if there's a point that, like, oh, see, that's hard because, like. Yeah, right? Because it's scary. It's, it's so scary. To it's give, so like, scary. Like, okay, I'm not. I'm about to give all of myself to you. Like, I'm not giving myself to that mentally until we get married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. That's so I'm, scary. That's like one of my so biggest scary. fears. It's like mm-hmm. giving myself to somebody completely, and then, like, how do you go from talking to somebody every day, like you know, like, and I mean, going on dates with somebody, and then all of a sudden, like, it's like you don't even know this person no more. Yeah. Come chill. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. <laughs> um yeah, it's 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 hard. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard. But I wanna say like once you both have opened up to each other, then you know maybe <laughs> Okay, but what what red flags do you think are like deal breakers? At least for you. Oh, Besides I think somebody who doesn't sleep with a fan three hundred and sixty five <laughs> days a year. That's okay. Goal. We're not gonna we're not gonna speak about the fan. Like, wait a minute. Like, if you can't sleep with a fan all year round. It's just not gonna work. It's not gonna work. No, seriously. If anybody wants to relationship with us, you have to be able to sleep with the fan on. <laughs> the TV on, my guy. Or no, no TV. Mm-mm, it's not gonna work. Okay, red flags. Oh, so many. I I. I think this is a, a selfish one of mine, mm-hmm. but I just can't be with someone who is not, or not, it's not even selfish. I can't be with an unforgiving person. I'm sorry. Mm. Like somebody who just, who, who knows that we're both imperfect, but holds something against me. You know, I don't know. That bugs me. That bugs me to, to the end of the earth. Mm. What about you? I know that, that's just one of mine, but. Um. Somebody hit this and shut up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, I would probably say communication mm-hmm. is one of my biggest ones. Like, I'm not saying that I have to talk to you every day, all day. I mean, I need to talk to you every day. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Like, yeah, but even though you don't text back. Even- <laughs> <laughs> since, since we're taking like 15 years to respond to a yes or no question, I'm just being like, because, because, because I can't, t- I can't text you if I'm taking a nap. I would say, like, communication is a really big thing. Um, we don't have to talk all day, but it's like, okay, can we check in? Can we, like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. How, how was your day? Like, yeah, I want to I wanna know that somebody cares, you know? Uh, I don't know. Wait. Yeah. Like, Mike Wazowski, we scared because we care. <laughs> don't scare the poor child, but at least show the judge you care. You know, yeah, communication is um, a big one. Yeah, communication is so big. So big. And I don't mean just, like, texting. I mean just, like, being honest with each other about how yeah. you feel about something. Like, if you if you don't like something that, that I said or something that I did or something that I do, like, be up and honest, be open and honest and be like, hey, I didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I think that's one issue that guys have. Because, like, I know a couple guys that are just passive-aggressive. Like, they would just hold that stuff in until, like, they... Well, I know some people... I know women do that, too. I'm not gonna lie. But something about guys, they just hold it... It's a different kind of brick. 
I think it's because they think that they have to compensate for us because you know like with our walls and everything and our emotions and things and I think they think that they have to like be there for us or be strong enough for us or like be our foundation that they they feel like they can't express how they feel Mm -hmm. listen all I want like I want one moment with whoever I date I want him to cry in front of me honestly I'm down for that like I want him to be I want him to be vulnerable enough to cry in front of me like let me share whatever burdens that you have with me like that's like this is a partnership it's not a it's not a dictatorship like if you're feeling vulnerable like if you feel sad or upset come to me like cry with me like cry like you know exactly like of course i want someone who's emotionally available mm-hmm. not emotionally unavailable because that's just we can't both to be i understand having walls when you first meet somebody but if we're not working to both break those walls down it's like what are we doing yeah they're gonna be like i got an ice box swing on my butt you want these songs that you be singing <laughs> no bro you know one thing i'm like i think females are more apt to reopening their hearts after relationship than men are oh absolutely like if a guy gets their heart broken it's done like it don't take like years which is so sad but like females i mean you know i mean it takes, it takes time for us but i think just because we're such emotional beings mm-hmm. that you know we're more apt to like okay let's give it another try or, um there was another part that really um caught my attention when it came to this relationship that he was in. I love how we're just, like, so invested into his wife. So invested. (laughs) But in this relationship that he was in, and kind of really reminded me that you cannot force someone to love you. Mm -hmm. You can't force someone to have feelings for you, and you can't force someone to be on the same page as you. Exactly. Another red flag that I just thought about is if you're potential mate shows too much attention to the to an op- the opposite sex girl listen that's I, that's one red flag that if i see between being friendly and being over overly friendly there's a difference and if, and if my potential boyfriend is overly friendly with other females i'm overly done <laughs> period yeah because you know because if the roles are reversed and it was you being over friendly with um, another another like a guy, yeah. Like he would not be for that. Mm-hmm. So it should be both. It should go both ways. Exactly. Go both ways. Okay, I don't know if you have like a favorite quote from this book. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite quote? And I'll tell you mine. My favorite quote um, came from chapter eleven. Of course, it's <laughs> the best chapter. How does it go? You just they, all, I, I, they all, something like something along the lines of they always say time flies when you're having fun, but no one ever told me how fast time flies when you're in love. Mm. That is like my favorite quote from the. Int- I mean, there were so many different quotes in the in the mm-hmm. book, but that one like for some reason like it hit me. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, it's such a beautiful thing to be in love, and one day I hope that I get there. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Like I hope that for you too. I hope that for me too. Yeah, and everybody, honestly, like for everybody. Like I feel like everybody, everybody should should witness what it's like to fall in love. Like the entire process. Yeah, I think <clears throat> mine came from chapter twelve, 
chapter 12 was another another bomb chapter about basically about self-worth like when he realized mm-hmm. like he was like listen you can tell like the confidence he was like I became a diamond like, like period it was like the quote that I really like is what separates the real from the fake is the toughness mm. and I was like that's so true like there's so many well his him specifically like it's so many like fakes like in fake diamonds or whatever but like the stuff that he went through made him tough. It made him a like a true diamond. I was like, yes, beautiful. It was beautiful. I definitely shed like a lot of tears because it was very. Bro, let's very... talk about chapter eleven. <laughs> Here she go. Let's talk about when he when he talked about after the after the relationship was over mm-hmm. and you know just the terrible mental state that he was in and i'm sure i can speak for everybody out there who has dealt with the heartbreak or just been heartbroken that it takes a toll on you mentally mm-hmm. like but when he said he had to find himself date himself mm-hmm. i was like man why is that so true? <clears throat> I feel like that's a lot of... I feel like that's a step that a lot of people miss. Absolutely. When it comes to, like, after a heartbreak, like, I know so many people who had just went, like, they went to their heartbreak, and then, like, right after they're trying to go back out there, like, no, you need time. Like, it's the difference between the time after the heartbreak to heal and then to date yourself all over again because that heartbreak has changed you. Mm-hmm. Either for the either for the better or for the worse, hopefully for the better. Mm-hmm. But mostly, it's the worse. Yeah, for people. But it's like you have to learn yourself all over again. You know what what has what what can you take from that heartbreak to make you better as a better person? You know, so people forget to date themselves. And that goes back to the question: How much of yourself do you give to someone to avoid being that heartbroken or being in that mental state after? And that's but I'm super excited because next podcast we're gonna have the man himself the man the myth the the legend Mr. Diamond on to talk a little bit more about um this book and um his intentions behind creating it and the audience that he is touched by this amazing 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 book and we are so excited. So excited. I feel like, and when you guys hear this, if you guys have any questions that you want us to ask Kim, feel free to DM us. You know, we can um, get all those questions answered. And it's our first guest. So that's going to be exciting. Um, Look at us. Who would have thought? <clears throat> thought? We're still doing this. We're still doing this. But we hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. Great rest of your week, depending on when you hear this Thursday. Yes, we are posting this Thursday at, we don't know. So I'm going to edit that. <laughs> I literally hear her. So we hope you guys um, enjoy this this episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you come back for more. Thank you so much to everyone who's already supported us. Yes, like the support, like this little support that we have had since we first started is crazy. Yeah. Like comments, like people who have shared, like to, you know, get us, 
I love we love y'all. We love you guys. Um, and even people who don't know us and still listen to our podcast is crazy. Um, but thank you, and we hope to continue to give you guys content that you enjoy and that you can laugh from. And we hope that you can just listen to this and just have a really good time with your besties. Period. But we love you and um, hope to see you next week. And we're so happy that you're joining us on this healing process. Yes. Have a great night. <laughs> Bye. Bye.